You are listening to a Nerd Room podcast production. We the Nerd. Bunch of nerds. Hey everyone and welcome to the Nerd Room. We talk all things Star Wars, Marvel, DC, and beyond. This is episode number 253. We're discussing 2021's most anticipated in nerd. I'm on your host, Tim. I'm Troy. Uh, I'm Carlos. And I'm Sanjay. Guys, we are finally here. It is 2021. We're coming off the red hot review of Wonder Woman 84. Looking back at DC's biggest film of the year. The biggest film. The biggest comic book film of the year. And guys, if you haven't checked out that review, if you have an opportunity to check out Wonder Woman 84, it's definitely worth a watch and it's definitely worth a listen to our review. We had a lot of fun putting it together. It is a massive episode, almost two and a half hours long. We dig into the details and we break it down and we have a lot of fun with it. So make sure to go back and check that out. But guys, that movie was a 2020 debut. This episode is focused on 2021. Looking forward at what we have in front of us for this year. And it's going to be a monumental year. There is a absolute mountain of content that has been delayed out from 2020 that is currently residing in 2021 for now. And streaming looks like it's going to be the dominant force for consumption of nerd in 2021 on the screen. We've got comics, we've got books, we've got collecting to talk about this week, guys. It's going to be an absolute blast. This whole episode is 2021. Look forward. We'll get back to our regular scheduled programming with This Week in Nerd and looking at some of the hottest news next week. We've got this episode and then we're going to take off running, boys. But welcome. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, boys, back to the table. As always, it is a pleasure to have you here and I'm looking forward to jumping into this stuff. So first things first, guys, before we really get going in this, you're going to listen to me for about another two more minutes, and then the boys will jump into the fray here. 2021 comes in two forms for the Nerd Room. It comes with all this brand new content that we're going to talk about, but also comes with a look back at the Nerd Room itself and a look forward for the Nerd Room. We never want to stay in one spot. We always want to be moving forward. We always want to be evolving. And with that means slight tweaks, slight changes to our formatting and to how we construct these podcasts here in the Nerd Room. We're always looking at how we can polish episodes, how we can do things better. As you've heard at the start of the Wonder Woman episode and of this episode, we've got a new intro. We're looking at an icon for the Nerd Room, some symbol of sorts that will help represent the brand a bit better. And we're always ensuring that we have that top quality audio where you guys plug in and you can hear everything beautifully and crisp. And the other thing that we're looking at too here in the Nerd Room is our episode lengths. Now, for those that have been listening the last couple of episodes, we've produced close to seven hours of content over the last three episodes. And we understand that at times it is difficult to consume two plus hour podcasts in a single sitting. You have to do over multiple days, which then provides you the opportunity to not come back. So we've been looking at this really hard and we're going to try to cut down our episodes back to that hour 15, hour 30. We make a conservative effort to tweak the show a little bit, how we present it and make some slight changes to our weekly content, looking at slimming down some of the news and creating and, and really abiding by that hour and a half, hour 15 marker. 
Now, if there's more content that we need to get out to you guys, we're going to compensate by doing live streams and bonus episodes. You've seen us do that in the past and we're going to continue to do that in 2021. Other changes that are happening in the nerd room. We're looking at advertising guys. We've never had an ad ever on a nerd room podcast. And we're looking at ways to maybe potentially generate a small amount of revenue to help cover some of the hosting websites. It's not overly expensive, but with a small ad at the start or maybe in the middle of the episode, it shouldn't impede the listening in any way for you guys, but it allows us to generate just a small amount of money just to help pay for things. And with that too, growing our community, guys. This is a big focus for us in 2021. We want to grow our community. We've had a ton of fun with you guys over the last couple of years sharing nerd. And we want to do more of that. Interact with you guys on Twitter, but also find a way to grow and extend our podcast reach. And this includes new collaborations with our friends over at Vigilante. Let's go straight out of Gotham. And of course, with our old friends, Tumbling Saber, Sandcrawler, Generation X-Wing, TSW, Rob Cass, all of our friends, we're going to be doing a lot more collaboration in 2021. And last thing, guys, two, two big things that we want to do here. One, exclusive content. Now, this is a bit of a tease for what we could see in 2021 in the Nerd Room. We're looking at doing slightly different forms of content, but putting that into somewhat of an exclusive window. So more on that to come, guys. We just want to put that out there as a little bit of a tease for the Nerd Room as to something that we're going to be doing different this year. And as far as we're teasing, one thing that we want to put it there too is the gaming side of nerd. This is a blind spot for the nerd room right now. We don't put a lot of content out there in the gaming space. And we have two expert gamers sitting at the table right now in Troy and Carlos. And given that this is an untouched area in the nerd room and that we threw that beyond tag early last year into the title, we want to continue to expand that. And so Troy and Carlos are going to lead this effort and we're going to be expanding into the gaming side of things. How that takes form we're still discussing that, but look for that, guys. For those that are gaming, I know there's a lot of you out there, and I know Troy and Carlos are excited to talk about this stuff, so look for that. And last thing I'm going to say here, guys, as I try to keep these episodes shorter, is the box office fantasy pool. This is the time of year when we usually do that. And because of last year and our champion, the goddamn Batman, you winning 12 with... 12 bucks and one. Yeah, two films. <laughs> <laughs> we're we thought about not doing it but then we decided hell let's do it let's have some fun with it but we're gonna convert this into a live stream where we can interact with you guys as we're choosing the films and so you can see our mistakes you can comment on our wins and potential losses on this as we compete for the golden spidey and as troy tries to shrug <laughs> off <laughs> The Enchantress. <laughs> so guys, it's going to be an exciting year in the Nerd Room. We've got a lot of plans. We're as engaged as we've ever been in podcasting and nerd. And this year looks like it's going to continue to deliver for us. So I hope you're as excited as we are to continue to evolve and change and grow with the Nerd Room as we do that here. Yeah, man. It's going to be a big year, full year. Year two, this is my, uh, my sophomore year on yes, the Nerd is. Room. <laughs> there we go. There we go, man. Now it's going to be good times, man. Lots of stuff coming your guys' way, and we just want to keep you all uh, hungry and thirsty for more content, man. Mm -hmm. So uh, stick with us, ride with us, IG, the website, all that stuff. Twitter, man. Twitter gang. Let's go. It's going to be fun. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. Troy, you're always keeping everybody thirsty. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's going to be something this year, boys. It's going to be something. So... 
in an effort and in the spirit of keeping our episodes and shortening them just a little bit, we're going to jump right into the content this week. We're covering two main topics this week. One, we're doing our nerdier resolutions. This has been a tradition in the nerd room since the beginning where we talk about what we want to do different in 2021 in nerd. And this is could be anything. It could be work on your nerd room. It could be expand your comic book reading list. It could be watch more movies, anything like that. We'd like you guys to ride along with this and, and throw it up on Twitter as well. Tag us. What are you doing different in this year? But we're going to run down our top three nerdier resolutions. This is something that we just looked back on a couple episodes ago, what we did and what we accomplished in 2020. And we had a, a fairly good, a fairly decent ability to track that. 2020, although, did throw us for a bit of a loop. And then we're going to be talking about our most anticipated in nerd, our top three most anticipated nerd in 2021. And that could be anything. It could be something as simple as a film or as complex as some sort of big collectible or whatever. There's something that's coming out in 2021 or something you're going to do in 2021 that you're highly anticipating. So those are the two main topics we're going to cover this week. And like I said, we'd like you guys to follow along and let us know how you are tackling nerd in 2021. But we're going to kick this thing off, guys. We're going to roundtable this. We're going to talk about our nerdier resolutions. And Carlos, this was... Like you said, or this is your sophomore year, and this is your second go around at Nerdier Resolution. So, why don't you kick us off as we go at the table here and, and give us one of your Nerdier Resolutions, one of your three Nerdier Resolutions for 2021? Ah, uh, you know what? I've been inspired by your, by your retro collecting, and I want to dive in. But before I dive in, I got to know how deep my pool already is. So, the number one thing is going to be actually cataloging all the stuff that I moved uh, into my parents' basement from their old house kind of thing. So I'm so excited uh, about this, man. I wish you guys could see my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So getting into those boxes and marking down what I have and what I want and uh, definitely going to be keeping the new acquisitions in that loose space. Everything I have is mm-hmm. packaged. And so um, with the McFarland collecting, you kind of led me down the path of, well, and I had rules when diving into it for my wife that they had to be loose, but man, the loose collecting, amazing. I, I love it so much more. It's great that it's come full circle too, because you're the one that I would say really pushed me over the edge into loose collecting. And it's, yeah. I've never, I've never looked back. It's been fantastic. Yeah. I would never, ever, ever go back. Like uncle Todd builds those things to, to run free. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's, I've never had as much. I've collected action figures for decades, and I've never had as much fun as when uh, the the buying crack started up this year. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I cannot wait, man, to see that retro stuff pop out. That Batman stuff. There are some. I know there's gems in there. I know there is. Oh yeah, one. There's. Yeah, You're gonna have Pete ridiculous. over at straight out of Gotham, just about ready to come break down your door. Yeah, he's going to be hitchhiking across the border here. But yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah Pete, there, there may or may not be a uh, Batman Returns, Batman, Batmissile, mint in box. <laughs> one, of those, one of those Apple boxes in, uh, in Mary's basement. So oh, that's we'll, awesome. we'll see what comes. We'll see oh, what comes. Looking forward to that. How about you, Troy, man? Let's, let's yeah, hear man. Uh, number three or number one, however you're doing it for uh, your new uh, resolution. Yeah, I, I don't even have any order. But um, for me, man, it's, um, it's the trade paperbacks. I want to, I've, I've kind of been on it for a little while now, but I just want to build like a shelf 
and just fill it right off with more trades. So I already got about two, two racks done. I think I have about like three or four more to go. So this is going to be like one tower full. Uh, yeah. have my Marvel, have my Spidey, have my DC, uh, kind of my mix max of like, um, of image, you know, after going through saga last year, mm-hmm. I think that was about seven or nine issues or, or volumes. Now I'm into daredevil as well. So I just can't wait to fill up these, uh, this library, man, for the kids, all for the kids, man. One day when they get down here, they can uh, just go through the library. It's going to be dope. That's side of the one shelf. Oh, for sure. For sure, Picture man. Uncle Carlos on that Sega <laughs> Daredevil shelf. <laughs> Put like a custom around there. Yeah. Custom Carlos. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, you can't go wrong with trade collecting either, man. No, like those, man. those things, you'll go back to them and it's nice to just be able to go back and flip through things and oh, not have to worry about man. pulling out a bag and board and all that. Like there's something about floppies, definitely. but there's, there's something definitely yeah. about the rereadability of, of trades. hundred percent. Yeah, beauty, beauty. What about you, Sunny man? Yeah, um, you know we've already had a couple good ones. Um, for me, I'm going to uh, fall back in love with the theater. Yeah, um, you think? There's a, yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. I'll be back. Um, there's a theater that's like five minutes from my house, and um, I didn't take advantage of that um, when they were opened. You know. Um, I was like, oh, maybe I should go to a movie tonight. You know, the kids are down asleep. I'd be like, nah, I'm not gonna, you know. Um, but now this year, um, once things start to ramp up, you know, once uh, vaccinations start to ramp up and uh, people are safe and uh, life returns to normal uh, this year, um, I'm going to make a concerted effort to go to the theater as much as possible um, and um, see, just see like, movies that were made for the theater uh in the theater um i i just can't wait to get back at it i see troy nodding his head so yeah, i man. got a i got a date partner for me if the wife doesn't want to go see kong versus godzilla or matrix 4 in theaters i know me and you will we'll head let's roll man it up. Let's all right do it. let's do it sunny and troy <laughs> <laughs> holding up the theater industry by themselves <laughs> what, what's that guy's name uh from the muppets like the old people that sit at the balcony oh, that'll be me and troy Astoria. yeah <laughs> that'll be me and troy <laughs> put the picture back on <laughs> i need my stories <laughs> uh, all right i'm gonna take a crack at mine here and uh carlos i'm gonna return that uh, inspiration to you because my number three here is is a direct inspiration from you and that is nerd art i want to dip my toes into some higher end not like crazy but higher end art pieces i've noticed as i've gone through multiple revisions of the nerd room and even my basement here is that i have a lot of movie posters but as, as i've admired your poster collection and your rotating cast of different franchises and artists and the look of it. I love it. And it's something I want to get into. I'm going to focus on kind of the mainstay franchises that, that reside here in my personal nerd room to start. But I'm looking at like, yeah, your Mondo Prince mm. and the print, you know, Carl's is always tossing stuff to me and I've never pulled the trigger, but this year I want to, I want to really expand into that because I find it gives a, a certain polished look to your nerd room to have more of that exclusive art beyond the movie posters. 
and and even doing more out in kind of the family area with some Disney stuff and all that is is what I want to do. So adding those nice accent pieces that has some exclusivity to them, have a bit more of a an artist touch as opposed to some of the uh, uh, what do you call it? It's Photoshop head space posters that, that we see from the MCU in particular. So that that's where I'm going to go into uh, into some nerd art. Shoot, man, that's awesome. Well, yeah, I can definitely help out and. I'm sure you can spend mistakes. a few bucks. <laughs> yeah, man. We'll make sure that you don't end up with any uh, Cowboys versus Aliens prints in your in your stockpile. <laughs> hey, man, it's John Favreau directed film. <laughs> yeah. I know. Maybe I, maybe I can start Tim's collection off with that very print. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting up in a poster too. Much appreciated. No. <laughs> yeah, very exciting there. So, Carlos, man, number two for you, nerdy resolution. Uh, number two for me is going to be a nice statue piece. Um, but from somebody other than Sideshow, I got a couple of Sideshows my eye on, but, uh, I'd like to dip my toe in a company that I'm not overly familiar with, be it XM or, um, some of the new tweeter head stuff coming out or just somebody different. Uh, for a while, I was pretty good about, uh, having a nice assortment of different manufacturers and their stuff in the collection. But, um, yeah, now that the dollar is like a little bit more reasonable. I think I'm going to dip my toe into that space and uh, had a bit of pizzazz to the back cave. Nice. I was just going to ask, are they going to be Batman DC focused or are you going to do some Marvel stuff for the office? Uh, it'll, yeah, it'll probably be DC focused and that's just because the license is spread out a bit more um, on the DC side. Like the Marvel stuff is pretty locked down. There's a couple folks that make Marvel stuff, mm. but the licenses are specific to like Asian territories and whatnot. So then they get, mm really expensive once you yeah. start factoring in the importing and all that kind of stuff. So that'd be the the main reason that it would be in the DC space, I think. Cool. Cool. Uh, man, I, Batman. Oh yeah. And we, I, at some point we're going to get, uh, or at least I'm going to get this cat pot toy. So I might be looking over your shoulder again for some other suggestions here. <laughs> yeah, man, we're all going to be broke together. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Honestly, can't wait. And it's like, I can't wait to chronicle us going broke this year <laughs> on the podcast right. every single week. That's right. Well, it's, it's funny. Like I said to Sunny, I sold some stuff on eBay today and I guarantee that it was paid for with stimulus checks. Like, <laughs> just, just the timing. It's like that thing has been sitting up there for weeks, if not months. And it's like those stimulus checks rolled out south of the border and all of a sudden, bingo, bango. <laughs> hey, man, it's just, it's all going in circles. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. He pays you, you go pay someone else for <laughs> the statue. Yeah. It's right. funny because I, I had this thing in, when I sell stuff out of the nerd room and that, I call it my hunt capital. And yeah. so I always take the money and it goes into a little jar down the nerd room and as I'm buying more stuff like a Gigi, it comes out of there. And so I, I quite like some of that turnover is nice sometimes, especially for stuff that you're not using. Troy, man, lead us into to number two for you. Yeah, number two for me, man. Um, I'm always about that focus. So um, last year I had a lot of fun, but this year I just want to go back to my mainstays, uh, DC, Star Wars, Marvel. Um, I had fun with the Turtles. It has been a blast. I had fun with the Ghostbusters. I'm going to try and stay away from Transformers though, because Carlos, <laughs> Carlos, I thought I was out. I thought I was out. Um, last week off air, we talked about... Um, Beast Wars and I saw the Beast Wars Cheetor uh, action figure and I was completely let down but I was happy because I got to walk away from a line and then uh, not too long ago Carlos hits me up and he found the better Cheetor by Hasbro um, God knows how much that's going to cost 
but I told him like, man, if I see that live, I, I don't know if I can walk past it. So that's probably the only thing that I might pick up outside of Marvel, DC or Star Wars is that one Beast Machines Cheetor by Hasbro. I think it's the red line. Not too sure when it drops. But yeah, man, I just want to stick to it, whether it's like a Marvel Legends or whether it's like a Marvel uh, Diamond Select toy or statue or whatever, Hot Toys. But I just want to stay on brand with my Marvel, my Star Wars, and my DC because I just got enough room just for those three kind of lines. I can't really, I don't know where to put some of these other things. So that's, that's my plan, man, just to stick to those three. I can't <laughs> wait until the end of 2021 when you're saying, man, February hit and <laughs> all hell broke. Power Rangers yeah. came out. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z came out. Oof. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, man. I forgot about that one. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> it's it's three minutes after. <laughs> and here we are. He's already on Kijiji buying stuff. <laughs> all right, Sunny number two. Uh, for me, um, I'm gonna go back to um my movie library that I've accumulated over the years and I have a tendency to purchase movies and then take a really long time to watch them. Um, (laughs) It it got to the point where I'd buy a movie on Blu-ray and then the 4k would come out. I'm like, Oh shit, I should get the 4k. So I do. But then like the Blu-ray is still in the case and I'm like, Oh, Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, my goal is, and and I'm missing like a ton of like classic films that like I know the Twitter verse is on me for not seeing like Saving Private Ryan or um back I don't know like a t- <laughs> Back to the Future that's right um tons of like classic movies that people are like how have you not seen that before um so for me uh, my second goal is I'm gonna I'm gonna effort to watch 52 so that's one a week new movies that I haven't seen before, but they can't be like new releases. Like for example, you know, Mortal Kombat coming out this year, that, that won't count. It's gotta be something that came out in the year 2020 or below. And um, I haven't seen before or haven't seen for like a very long time. Like if I've seen a movie um, when I was like a kid, like Indiana Jones and I'm like, yeah, I know I've seen it. I couldn't tell you what happens in it. So uh, Whoa. <laughs> Tim's face just lit up. <laughs> no, I see I seen the first one. I seen the first one. I know that for sure. The other ones? Uh, see, that's that's another film. Dude, man, you gotta stop admitting this stuff on the podcast. <laughs> like, it's good to admit. We man. record these and then put them out for the world to consume. <laughs> <laughs> this is me, you know, it's good to get that off my chest. Um so that's that's uh that's my one. Fifty two. And I've already started. I've seen John Wick, which apparently people were on me because I haven't seen that one before. Oh either. man, my wife was legit disgusted <laughs> at, when she like she. I'm sitting on the stairs and yeah. I hear this. Sanjay hasn't seen John Wick. I'm like, oh shoot, <laughs> dude, you're in trouble. <laughs> After that Wonder Woman review too, I, I thought I'd say, build up some capital. You, you wrote it all your good faith away with that one comment. <laughs> But I liked it. The first one was really good. So um, I'm going to keep part going. part two yet? Uh, well, you, no. No? That's all right. I want to pick there. it up on 4K. I have it on Blu-ray. Uh, but I just the first one looks so good on 4K that I had to. You got 52 it. weeks, man, to get this done. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to take this in a different direction than Troy. As he said, focus is his priority here. I'm going to continue to expand into my personal beyond. Yes. And that is 
primarily focused around comics and reading, but with that comes everything else. So TMNT, of course, Strange Adventures. I'm going to DC Future State. I'm going to do it digitally. So I want to just continue to consume everything that is outside of my priorities. And now my priorities from last year grew to a list of like five or six different franchises. And I'm going to continue to embrace that. I'm not going to try to focus down. Last year was probably the most fun I've had since at least 2015 in, in the collecting and reading world. And I really credit a lot of that to getting outside of my comfort zone and trying different and new things. And there's some things hanging over my head like Saga and a few others that you guys have heaped so much praise on that I just want to make an effort to continue to embrace that and, and stay outside of something that is or keeping my blinders up. And Marvel and Star Wars are always going to be number one, but there's other things out there that I've had a lot of fun with and I'm going to continue roll with that. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. But uh, let, let's, go, let's continue around here. Carlos, number one, what's, what's your last nerd year resolution? Uh, you know what? It's going to piggyback off of the first one that Troy gave us, but this is, this is a big deal to me. I'm going to try and go strictly digital with all my monthlies, including Batman and Detective. So it's a big wow. deal because wow. I've collected Batman and Detective monthly since I think 1986, 87, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah, Jeez, like that's a long time. Elementary school. So, yeah, man, it's uh, and it's a it's a straight run. I never dropped off. Never. Cool. Yeah. So it was from then all the way through. So that that's gonna be it. Like I'll still dabble. Like I kind of love the the black label stuff. How it's quick hits and it's those prestige format books and whatnot. And kind of like with what Troy's thinking, I've really enjoyed the trades and the hardcovers that I've been buying. And I find I revisit those more mm -hmm. simply because they're more accessible and you kind of get more bang for your buck as well. So yeah, that's going to be where I maybe lean a bit. So we'll, we'll see post future state will be the real test. Ooh, that's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Interesting. So, Some good writers hopping on DC, man. Whew. I know, man. And the art and oh. yeah, it's, and I love everything they're doing. Like all the cards that they're playing. It seems mm. like just the, the smart storytelling, they're condensing down their, their lineup quite a bit to make it more accessible. But yep. uh, you know what? It's all about the, the characters and yep. about the reading and I've always been a reader first as opposed to collector first. So right. yeah, man, I, I'm going to try, I'm gonna, but the, those first virgin variants I see in the, in the wild, that's going to be the real test. <laughs> it's going to be tough. And that's, that's always the dilemma with, with comic books, right? Is there's a story which is consumable in any fashion, whether it's digital or not, but then there's the art and the respect for that end of things that is, is like, it's, it's something to hold, a floppy in your hand with a beautiful cover mm. and DC, especially over the last couple of years that like where I pick and choose their comic books seem to be like a higher grade and quality. Like when you look at the paper they use and, and all that, especially for the prestige format stuff, like yeah. it, it's something special what they do and uh, some of the embossed stuff that they've done in the past. It's, it's really, really hard sometimes to, to go into the shop and be like, nah, I, I don't know how you're going to do this one, man, because 
Like the completest in you? That's gonna uh, I, be. Tough. I know, man. I'm sorry. I know. Not and, being supportive, but. <laughs> and like, I like digital reading. I find I actually enjoy and mm-hmm. absorb the art more, and I can immerse myself more in the story with the digital read. So it's not that, but it's all those things that you're talking about. Just that those beautiful covers and the ones with the spot varnish on them, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah, and like the fact that the DC variants are whatever the retailer wants them to be and they can bring in as many as they want doesn't make oh. them insane to chase and yeah. they're so good. I'll, in fact, after we're done recording, I'll throw up a picture of this week's future state purchases and man, the cover for the mm. Superman Wonder Woman number one, it's unbelievable. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see. I, I, I'm I'm putting it into the universe that... That's the first step, man. That's always the first step. Yeah. Summer this year will be the first time I skip the physical copy. Oh, that, that, I kind of, I kind of want to just go buy them for you just in case, man. Like, I I feel like one of us has to continue the run. Like, you got to hand that baton off to someone. Right. But then Tim will charge a markup. So, uh, I'll, I'll just give them to him. It has, has to be Troy. He's the next Batman. The, oh, yeah. yeah he looks like him in the book. Yeah, you got you to hand you gotta that baton to him. Yeah. You get that goatee going, man. You got, you got the yeah. fade. The yeah, fade the, is perfect. The bat stash, eh? Yeah, you just got to get that, that little goat going, and and you've got her. You've got her. <laughs> yeah, Timothy. I, well. Timothy Fox. <laughs> That's right, man. It's a great name. Great name. T-Fox. We'll just go T-Fox. That works. Great name. Yeah. Great name. <laughs> all right troy take us home with your last one yeah for 2021 yeah man so um for me yeah i'm keeping it still uh comic book related here but i'm going to walk away this year at least from event single issue collecting Ooh. um except for the jonathan hickman x-men run because if you have to basically collect those or else you're not gonna know what the heck's going on but i've been finding in the past like um empire it was mm-hmm. kind of cool, but it just it just didn't really carry any weight afterwards. And I'm kind of getting let down by like these big, massive events. And then when I'm reading the issues later, they don't even talk about it really. So I'm just going to kind of um, chill out on the event, event collecting for now and uh, just go single issues with my main guys. I mean, if Spidey happens to have an event, again, I'll have to do that. But like the Avengers stuff, the Fantastic Four stuff, even if there's a Thor one, which was uh, War of the Realms. I don't know if that was last year or the year before. But either way, again, I'm just going to walk away from those kind of events. And um, yeah, man, uh, you know, I guess maybe I'll get them in trade like the year later. Yeah, that's, that's where <laughs> so yeah, that kind of works, exactly right? Yeah, yeah, that kind of fits on, on both sides of things. Those trades, yeah. once the events are out, the problem is, is the amount of time it takes for the event to get out. That's just it. But I'm just, I'm just finding like I have like a box of like all these like my event books right now. And I'm trying to like break them up and divide them. And I'm like, ah, this is just getting messy and just weird. Yeah. And like, I don't even go back to them. But if it's a trade, like we kind of mentioned already, it's a lot easier to go back to. So uh, yeah, man, I'm going to try it out for the year. See where it works. And uh, if I don't miss it, man, I'll just, you know, keep going with it. Yeah, man. Man, and that's yeah. a sound approach to it. Because like I'm reading King and Black right now. Right. And everything seemingly crosses over into it. But like I've read tie-in issues and I, I have no idea how this is supposed to be <laughs> even tangentially connected to the event that's going on. And then there's other books that are like just immersed in there, right? And yeah, because X... like everything's in there. Isn't, isn't like Submarine, like Namor, even in one of the crossovers or? Yeah, because way back in the past, the Atlanteans yeah. supposedly like 
messed with them. So they had like four panels that kind of talk about that. And then I, I had this stupid Submariner book. And I'm just like, what do we do with this? Man, yeah, why, why did I spend money on this? It's so funny because yeah. events, depending on how committed you are to them, I remember one of my first big events I participated in was AVX. Oh, and shoot. Man, was there a lot of science. Tons. But you read yeah. something, you'd be like, oh, that, yeah, like it was like one panel, and you go read like an Iron Fist book during AVX, and it was like, what is this? I don't even know what this is doing. Like, I have no idea why I'm here. It's like yeah. <laughs> you wandered into a weird part of a story. And you're like, what am I doing here? <laughs> totally, man. And that is, that is all King and Black. Like, yeah. oh, no. Maybe they want you to be lost in the dark, like all the people in the Marvel <laughs> Universe right now. And that's why they're writing it that way. But it's like, <laughs> I, I kind of went back and I was like, if you just read the mainline book and Venom, yeah, you're good. But like, man, I was at the store tonight and they were putting out the Marvel books and everything had that King and Black on there. <laughs> just like, they're pushing it hard, man. Big push. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. that's in my, uh, in the far flung future for me to get back to that point. <laughs> but oh, yeah. we'll see. All right. Sonny, man. Your last one for this year. Uh, my last one is to get, um, well, this is actually a personal one. Um, I'm going to stop smoking this year. I thought you were going to say get Disney Plus. No, no. no. Um, yeah, man, I, I don't smoke right now, but I, I want to start and then quit just to see how hard it is to quit. People always say it's super difficult to quit. Do you know what's but, uh, way cheaper than starting smoking? Getting a godforsaken <laughs> Disney Plus account. <laughs> Seven oh, bucks a gonna, month, brother. One division comes out. Cigarettes. I'll just bum them off people. Just be like, hey. Yeah, that, seems, that seems safe in, in this environment. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> can I have a drag? Can I, have a, yeah. can, I, can, I, can I bum one and then I'm going to let you blow it in my face in this small little smoking area? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. That's, uh, that's no, it. No, <laughs> I'm just messing with y'all. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, get caught up in my comics. Uh, before before everything happened and I was working downtown, um, on the way home, the comic shop was right there. So I'd always pick up my books and then um, read them like pretty, you know, pretty uh, right away. And um, now I maybe go like once a month just because it's, it's pretty far drive to pick them up. Um, and so with Future State, it offers like a nice like, refresh point for me where i can go in read future state hopefully i don't have to know too much about what's going on in the world of dc at the time if not carlos and troy can let me in on that and then uh from there i plan to go semi-regularly so that way i don't fall behind again so hopefully hopefully this plan works we'll find out but uh you gotta yeah, find yourself a more accessible comic book shop man yeah <laughs> there's not a lot in the north man it's it's all like it's all it's all away from here <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know mine is closer to your house and may or may not be involved in dubious things like the one you go to so. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right guys my last one is uh again inspired by carlos here we've got uh Increasing my retro collecting efforts nice. is top priority for me this year. TMNT, Ghostbusters, Jurassic Park, and of course, going back to Power of the Forest and, and the vintage, not the vintage collection, but the vintage, actual proper vintage Star Wars. And I, I've looked at the room here, and I'm quite pleased with my present day stuff uh, with 
the few exceptions that we're going to talk about a little later. But I, like I said before, I had so much in the previous expanding my beyond and reading and all that. And the collecting has been, was such a high point for me last year. I can't leave this discussion without highlighting that this is something that is really a resolution for me is to keep on that, keep the focus there and, and continue to go. It's like I said in, in previous podcasts, it's been a, a great connection point for myself and my dad. And I love that aspect of it. I want to continue that. Um, it's been over a year since I've seen him because of uh, the mess that we're currently living in. And the retro stuff is, has connected us up in a, in a really cool way. And it's also brought me a ton of joy. So yeah, increasing those efforts in the retro collecting and, and ramping that up. I don't know how much more I can, but I'm going to. <laughs> and have a ton of fun with that. So that rounds it out, guys. That's 2021, our nerdier resolutions. We're going to revisit these in about 50 some odd weeks and see how we did. But we'd love to hear what you guys are doing different in nerd in 2021. What do your nerdy resolutions look like? Tag us on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Let us know what you guys are doing and, uh, and follow along as we try to stick to some of these resolutions. I can tell you right now, just listen to all these. There's some of them that ain't going to last through 2021. <laughs> and I well, think my nerd red years resolution is to listen to more nerd room and uh, pick up our sweet swag. You can pick up this hundred percent cotton t-shirt that says I'm Sanjay operators are standing by now. <laughs> there is one at C public that says Sanjay man of steel books that you can pick That's up. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got me one. It's so comfy. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking, it's funny you said that because I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, I wonder if he's ever worn it because he's definitely never worn it to a recording, which would be the <laughs> most appropriate place to wear it. <laughs> I just wear it when I'm walking around Walmart and stuff to promote the uh, brand. Yeah. You guys already know about it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he stands in the Blu-ray section and waits for people to approach him and be like, hey, are you Sanjay? Yeah. What movies would you recommend? <laughs> it's uh, Can you do the thing? Do the thing, man. <laughs> Come on, Timmy. Don't talk to that strange old man over there. Let's go. <laughs> well, I got, I got to say, I, we, we've got a, a lock on that. It's trademark, the I'm Sanjay to the nerd room. So I hope you're not using that on other podcasts. Oh, Sanjay. I like the segue. I like the segue. Sanjay. Thanks for the assist. Um, yeah. <laughs> another um, nerd year's resolution is if you want to listen to more podcasts, and who isn't trying to fill their time these days, and you do enjoy National Hockey League or any hockey talk, you can come check me out on Delayed Offside on YouTube, where you can hear all the latest news, stats, um, cool stuff, discussion. Not just me, but I'm joined by my other co-hosts, uh, Pilon, Baron, and Adam. And uh, we just talk about hockey. Just uh, four prairie boys shooting the, shooting the shit about hockey. So there you go. You like Using that? that language. We don't want any of that hockey language here in the nerd room. That's right. You, you keep that to the locker room. Yeah. yeah. You keep it there. You keep it there. And I hope when you sign off, you just say, well, I'm Sanjay. I don't want none of this extended stuff. That is proprietary nerd room content. Yeah, man. Whenever I'm missing for an episode, then someone like fills in, they can say it. But I well, can't say it elsewhere. Before we start recording, guys, just stay on the hockey topic for one more second. Sanjay said hockey starts in the next day or so. So this is probably the last time you're going to hear Sanjay for about the next two and a half months. Oh, that's not <laughs> true. That's not true at all. You know, this, this is like, 
this is like old wrestling days where like my gimmick like translates so you know they would go to like stampede wrestling but then they would also travel down to like (laughs) you know maybe quebec wrestling or uh, memphis wrestling you know so like i travel i'm very you know i'm like i'm like i'm a draw i'm like baby boy smith (laughs) there's there's a a very small part of me that hopes that you don't show up next week because of hockey draw or jobber <laughs> jobber yeah jobber <laughs> what no way man i'm at least intercontinental if not european champion <laughs> the brooklyn brawler <laughs> yeah the brooklyn brawler there you go <laughs> all right guys let's, let's jump into our main topic for this week and that's really looking at what we're most anticipating in 2021 2021 is going to be another different year we just went through an extraordinary year in 2020 in the nerd space where we saw the majority of the movies pushed out to 2021 the theaters were closed we had anticipated that collecting was going to be slow but that was not the case at all in any space in any avenue of collecting was was full on we've seen these enormous slates laid out for the likes of the MCU we're getting some Star Wars stuff later on this year we're going to be getting a lot of trailers a lot of insights into what is happening in the different franchises that we cover we've got the High Republic in Star Wars that just started dropping with a book from Charles Soule and we've got Kevin Scott in comics we've got Claudia Gray dropping a book in February we've got DC Future State we've got the Suicide Squad coming from acclaimed MCU director James Gunn we've got an enormous amount of content. And I really think personally that it's going to be dominated by, by streaming, at least on the visual medium. But we do have an absolute mountain of films. A lot of them push from 2020 into 2021, including No Time to Die, Black Widow, Godzilla vs. King Kong, those mentioned, Jungle Crew, Shang-Chi, Venom, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Eternals, Matrix 4, Spider-Man 3. There is a lot of content to drop. I'm questioning, and I will continue to be the pessimist here, whether or not we yet to see all of that on the big screen or some of that's going to fall or even be delayed. We're starting to see the delays already. We're two weeks into the year. Movies are being pushed. Netflix just announced that they're doing 71 original titles in 2021, at least one original title per week this year. So there's a lot to anticipate, and there's a lot to discuss this year, guys. And that's not even touching on, like I said, the stuff that we're going to get insight into. The next Marvel projects, the next big DC projects, Batman, the Batman, I should say. Carlos, I got to give you a new trailer to watch, man. You're going to be wearing that thing out on YouTube. <laughs> it's like an old oh, VHS I tape. <laughs> I know. It would be gone already. It would be gone already <laughs> if it was VHS. I'd have to adjust my tracking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so there's, there's a ton of stuff, guys, here. Not like collecting comics whatever podcast it's going to be an absolutely unbelievable year but we're going to count down here guys we're going to start with our three most anticipated and if we have some time we're also going to toss out some honorable mentions as well now you guys take this in any way that you want i've kind of grouped things together in the past we've done our top 10 movies most anticipated movies our top 10 collectibles but we've kind of combined that all into our top or top three most anticipated in nerds so that we are able to again give some concise answers but also cheat a little bit because i'm talking in a bit more bulk than i am about a particular film i'm mostly anticipating 
So I'm going to kick us off here, guys. I'm going to give my number three. I'm counting up again. You guys can do it any way you want. But my third most anticipated aspect of Nerd for 2021 is what I'm calling collector figure lines. Now, we've seen a lot of companies shift towards the collector in the last couple of years with the six-inch scale, the highly articulated figures, head swaps, hand swaps, ton of accessories. And I'm really anticipating what NEC is going to do next, what Marvel Legends and the Black Series do next. Black Series I took a big pause on, but this collector line is really what my nerd room is filled up with. And I've moved away from three, three quarter inch, saved some retro stuff. But Neko took a huge priority for me last year, specifically in the turtle space. But back to the future, I just picked up Biff Tannen. That's got my eye. What they're doing next in the NECA Turtles line. And then even expanding beyond that. But to me, it's about the quality and even the quantity that those collector lines are bringing. And the focus on the collector. And I'm really looking forward to see what is next in those lines. Marvel Legends, come on. We've got six shows and four movies. They got to give me some more. I got no Marvel, new Marvel Legends last year except for Black Widow stuff, which felt like came out in 2019. And so it's, it's really focusing on those collector lines. And really, I'm super excited. Look, we had those Force Friday type events where they're announcing stuff the Hasbro doing the fan Friday first Monday Mando or whatever it was NECA doing these drops. There's so much there that excites me. And so that is one of my most anticipated in nerd for 2021 collector figure lines. And I know you guys out there that are doing the McFarland stuff. You can't be too far behind <laughs> me on that. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, we get a line a week, man. So uh, yeah, there, there's been no shortage for us. <laughs> <laughs> all right try man what is yeah. uh, your third most anticipated aspect of nerd in 2021 man it's um i guess it's third so it, i'm pretty excited for this thing i've been i've been after this thing for you know since november um but man damn it 2021 i better get my hands on this thing and that's the playstation 5 <laughs> i need this thing in my life man it's killing me over here you know i, I get teased i feel like once a week um the other day eb games called me I was so excited, and I answered the phone, and uh, like, hey, just to let you know, we uh, we got your Yoshi's Island in store for you, and I was like, Yoshi, Yoshi, I forgot about this game. I got it for my daughter for Christmas, <laughs> so I was like, no, I don't need that. I need the PlayStation Five. That's what I'm on the waiting list for. So every week, man, I'm getting teased about this thing. So uh, hopefully, I got my hands on it, and uh, just enjoy that console, man. So for me, it's gonna be uh, the PlayStation Five, man. The one with the disc drive, the one that has like the bigger storage space, I guess, in the PS4. Um, I just need it, man. I really do, because right now I am just playing old PlayStation 1 games. That's how bad it is on my end when it comes to playing games. Like the original Resident Evil and stuff like that? Metal Gear, Silent man. Hill. Yeah, the original Metal, Me- Metal Gear. Gear Solid is what I'm playing right now on the PlayStation 1, man. Oh, and that, that fits yeah. so nicely into that little tease about yes. the nerd room expanding into gaming. Absolutely. Ooh, I love Absolutely. it. I love the there continuity there. Ooh. Yeah, man. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Sonny? Uh, my number three is a film. Mine are actually all films. Uh, my number three is an MCU film, uh, Black Widow. This film nice. looks really good. Like, I don't know, it looks reminds me a little bit of like a 90s like Bond film in a way, like kind of like Goldeneye, but like a good one, you, you know. And uh, it's sweet that we finally get to see uh, Scarlett Johansson's story and uh, see where they take that character because if you watched Endgame, you know, doesn't really end too well for her. Um, and so 
I guess spoilers, but it's like a two-year-old movie and it's the highest grossing movie of all time. So Everyone has seen it. seen it. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, this looks really cool and uh, I can't wait to see it. I hope I get to see it this year because, uh, yeah, you know, as much as I rag on the MCU, <laughs> uh, another year without uh, an MCU film is going to suck. So I really hope Black Widow comes out and I can't wait to see it. And hopefully I can see it in the big screen. Or with your Disney Plus account. That, that may be what forces you into it. There's already there's already foggy chatter <laughs> of uncertainty in the actual release, or if it will be day and date similar to Wonder Woman. Oh well, no, no, no it's time fine. to die. It was uh, pretty close. Bye bye. They pushed that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they we'll pushed see that one. In. We'll see until I, Apple we'll... TV releases it. When they buy <laughs> <Yeah>. MGM. <laughs> Carlos, man, what what what's something that that you're really looking forward to here is dropping it in 21. Man, I'm all in for James Gunn, the Suicide Squad. Ooh, like nice. his excitement has been palpable for this one, and I love it. And if you're married to me, just fast forward a couple seconds. But I never thought that I would see a year where I vastly preferred Birds of Prey to a Wonder Woman movie, and <laughs> I'm excited to see. Harley Quinn again, but like just those little snippets of what we've seen that he's done with her with like the, these comic accurate palettes, but her attire is totally unique, but yet drawing from stuff like obscure stuff, like the, um, the video games and whatnot. It, It just, it has a cool feel to it. And I'm just excited because this kind of feels to me like the first piece of like the new mm-hmm. DC um, and maybe Birds of Prey was a bit of that. Um, but yeah, like this is, this is just bananas and this is what it's all about for them. And I don't know what it is, but I'm, and not just cause it's the next DC movie coming out, but I, I think this will be either a something special or just this all timer fun movie that people go back and revisit over and over again. Cause it's just so over the top bananas and the guy's done some cool stuff. And when he talks about this movie, the way he does gets me excited. So mm-hmm. James Gunn, the suicide squad. I can definitely see where your excitement comes from there. And if you go back to our wonder woman review, one episode back, you can see where we implied that there needed to be a bit more of a hand on the shoulder in some cases where I think this one is almost the opposite, at least in my opinion, where it's like, James Gunn's going to run with this thing and he's going to give you something that is weird. It is all over the place, but it's cohesive. Yeah. I, I kind of get the sense that they figured out like him and Warner brothers figured out what they want to do. And they're like, okay, cool. Here, go make the movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think every single movie that they've made that has had issues, that conversation never took place. Yeah. Simple as it may be, but we've seen Warner brothers do things without collaborating with their creative people. So <laughs> Well, they lured James Gunn in after Disney had fired him from like all that controversy yeah. from yes. some of his tweets. Yeah. So WB, like he was like a hot free agent, right? And WB said, you can make whatever you want. You can make Superman, you can make Green Lantern, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he chose Suicide Squad. So. But I think the conversation is what Carlos is saying is key. It's like, let's frame this yeah. thing out. And like this is the way that I know that they approach Guardians as well, is James Gunn came with a treatment and Feige said to him, no, I want more James Gunn in this. And it was about kind of that collaborative effort, I think is key, as opposed to where you could see some pitfalls in 
isolation or too much studio interference as well. So there's, there's a balance there that needs to be struck. And, and I, I agree with you from what we've seen. James Gunn seemed to have, have really struck that balance quite nicely. Yeah, man. I, I think that's the way Walter Mata rolls. Like you don't get, like, even if you take DC totally out of it, you don't get the films that New Line was pumping out in the kind of conjuring and horror space without a nice marriage between your creative mm. folks and your production folks. So yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. Let's, uh, let's see what August brings. Exciting, exciting stuff. All right. Well, I'm going to stick with Star Wars on this next one. And guys, we just came off an absolute mental season of the Mandalorian and that little stinger at the end, the book of Boba Fett is my number two most anticipated piece of nerd in 2021. That thing blew my brain apart, that little stinger and Tamar Morrison back in that role and them giving him an expanded story to tell in the post return of the Jedi era. Come on. Like, just unbelievable it's coming late 21 we got to wait almost a year for it we're just under a year at this point but the book of boba fett i think like mandalorian season two is going to be special we've got the creatives in front of it that gave us mando in filoni favreau and then you add in rodriguez there as well robert rodriguez and i think we're gonna have just another wildly expansive but also familiar story being told with Boba Fett and coming off of the reception and what they did with that character in the few short episodes they had with him. I'm really looking forward to Star Wars' next step in Disney Plus and with this character and in this specific timeline. This whole idea and concept of this anthology storytelling and eventually leading to your Ahsoka, your Mando Season 3, your Rangers of the Republic, and then some culmination. Oh, man, how can you not be anticipated about the book of Boba Fett? (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, coming off of um, basically Robert Rodriguez's um, episode, uh, definitely on board with this. If you were to tell me they were making a Boba Fett movie or show before, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have cared less. I'm totally invested in the character now. (laughs) He totally earns my respect of being the baddest bounty hunter of all time. I'm sorry, Cad Bane, again, because that was my guy. That was my guy. But Boba Fett now, book of Boba Fett, I can't wait to see this, especially like an anthology series. That sounds really cool. Uh, get more Finnick too, because she's awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm she's guessing amazing. We, yeah, I'm guessing we get some of her in uh, Bad Batch because it looks like that's yeah, her. young or younger. Yeah. yeah. So I, I and she's just grown on me so much more. And that swag that she had at the end when she's just sipping on that that blue drink, that blue mm-hmm. drink. Come on, oh, <laughs> let's go. I'm there, man. I'm there. Is, is that land on your list at number two, Troy, or is that uh, uh, honorable no. mention? No, honorable mention. Honorable mention, hands nice. down. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. What's your number two look like then? Uh, number two, um, well, it is, it's it's film. It's my boy. The best there is, man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's that's going to go number two for me. Um, I am a little skeptical of this whole Spideyverse thing, but it's kind of quieted down a little bit. So I'm still not a believer of this whole situation. Who knows? But either way, Spider-Man on the big screen is a must for me, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to live action. I do like the idea of him and Doctor Strange. Um, I hope we do get... Um, What's my boy? Childish Gambino back in the role of Aaron Davis. Cause I want to see Prowler, man. I want to see Prowler on the big screen too. And um, I just want to see uh, what Peter is going to do and how he's going to get himself out of the situation with his identity being revealed. 
because this hasn't happened obviously since 2006 Civil War, and uh, and that was handled kind of suspiciously, right? <laughs> I think we all know about that. So um, <laughs> the only devil I want to see in this is Matt Murdock. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, nice, nice. I love it. Yeah, man. Beauty. Yeah, man. How could you not be excited about this film? It sounds yeah. wild. And yeah. Feige, Feige was on a bit of a rampage this week doing interviews. And he did confirm that some of the rumors are true. Some mm. of them are not. Mm-hmm. And nice. whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> so secretive guy in Hollywood. But <laughs> it, you, can't, you can't go wrong. Like I still can't believe that whatever this film turns out to be is going to be dropping this year. Presumably. We, yeah, again, Christmas time, right? Late yeah, December. So <laughs> we should be able to see this in this year it i don't know i'm not 100 percent confident but we'll, we'll see get something we're gonna get a trailer we're gonna know more about this film in 2021 at the least right yeah and, and it's also interesting too because i just i think it was just a couple of days ago morpheus uh morbius sorry has been pushed mm-hmm. too right um so i'll be interesting because we have seen in the trailer that spider-man pops up yeah. there and we have venom as well that's meant to come out so just kind yep. of seeing where this all lines up in the world of Spider-Man, right? Who knows yeah. if, and it's going to be really interesting to see if Morbius and Venom and all that start to plant seeds for Spider-Man 3. Like, how crazy would that be? Yeah. Huge <laughs> type, At least the huge multiverse type. aspect of it. That's right. Oh, man. I, I can't wait. I cannot wait to get more MCU, man. And that, it's a, again, it's almost a year away. Book of Boba Fett and yes. Spider-Man 3 in the, like happen at the same time? Come on. Oh, Disney. Sony. Come on. Let's go. sunny man man what's next on your list uh yeah man i'm gonna echo the sentiments of carlos and uh two side squad um (laughs) you look at uh what james gunn is bringing to this project and he's this perfect marriage between the director and the material um from what i can tell this is going to be like early like 70s or early 80s suicide squad stuff um i think it started in the 70s carlos uh 80s it's the ostrander run yeah ostrander yeah three or 86 okay yeah so this definitely feels more like that and i'm looking for a better movie um the first one you know is fun it has its moments but um to me it was a missed opportunity you look back at some of those trailers and you're like man that could have been epic and i think this one here wb is giving james gunn more freedom to create his film and to do what he wants with it so um I, i think that's great you know um let let the creatives or the directors you know push their movie um and then you see what you can get um you know todd phillips joker uh wonder woman 84 very much a patty jenkins movie batman returns very much a uh, tim burton movie and this is going to be very much a james gunn film and i'm excited and with guardians you know the first one i loved i thought the first one was amazing second one i was a little bit lukewarm on um i haven't seen it since i saw it in theaters um but for this being an r rating and him not holding back I think it's going to be like, like kind of like Guardians, but like, like another level. Like it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be wacky. It's going to be funny. It's going to be violent. It's going to be gory. It's going to be great. And I'm, I'm here for all of it. So uh, yeah, coming out in August. Um, Maybe. Well, it's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a day and date release with, on HBO Max, and presumably the same way they did it with Wonder Woman. It'll be on Apple and all that stuff too. I presume so. Well, I'll August is probably pretty firm. <laughs> it seems that doing that day and date that they're basically firmed all of their film placement and release dates. I presume. Yeah. So yeah, it makes sense. Um, it makes sense. 
Interesting. All yeah, right. who would have thought? We're wondering if Spider-Man is coming out or Morbius, but uh, we know for sure Harley Quinn. Yeah. She will Yo, find her Harley way. Harley Quinn, yeah. And the thing that I'm really excited for is like, I thought she was great in Birds of Prey. She was fantastic in Suicide Squad. And uh, I really want this to give the character new life. Um, I want this thing to be like a huge hit where WB just can't stop making Harley films. You know, like I want Harley in a Justice League film. I want Harley in everything. Like she, Margot Robbie. No, I don't want her in anything because it costs me money with buying all the <laughs> freaking merch and clothing and stuff. I hope she's just like a background character, but she's wearing like a sweet costume. So then you got to like doll out the cash to buy like seven Funko sweet. Pops as they all change costumes <laughs> yeah. six times in the film. There's going to oh, be so many outfit changes with her. I, I can't wait. Yeah, we we own all of those. <laughs> you seem so thrilled about that. <laughs> all right, goddamn Batman. I'm interested to see what number two is here. Number two for me, I'm going to sneak an honorable mention onto it, but number two for me is Born a Little Bit of Yours with a NECA offering, but it's the quarter scale NECA Burton vs. Batman and oh. Catwoman figures. So Damn. these are amazing. Like our boy Rick from Jam Transmissions even hit me up as soon as those hit his eyes because they're just beautiful, beautiful figures. And they're a re-release of ones that they had done years ago. But um, I saw a video with this guy and he had them and they are glorious. Like, especially the Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman one. She comes with two heads and the second one has like kind of the damaged mask when she falls through the greenhouse with the hair coming out and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And they are insane. They're super cool. So I got those locked up with our boy Marty there and uh, I'm excited about them. Like just seeing the quality of them and all the wicked turtle stuff that NECA's put out for you. yeah, I, I can't wait to get my hands on these bad boys. And then with that, the honorable mention of seeing Michael Keaton on the set of a DC film as Batman again. Come right. on. So the they'll film at least one scene with the Batman. and um, Or is it just Batman? Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I'm... I, I can't believe it's a real thing. Confirmed, contract, seal signed and delivered. So, yeah. Even if he's just an old man sitting in a chair, like, that'll be enough to make my heart sing. So, bring it. Man, you can't, we can't <laughs> go wrong here in the nerd room. We've got the goddamn Batman, and we've got Batman coming back to take up his rightful place, and then we've got the Batman potential trailer. It's we, a- we cover them all. that's awesome awesome all right so my number one most anticipated for this year no surprise it's the return of the mcu yes as of this recording it has been 560 days since far from home dropped wow i thought you can say since your last drink nope nope that was same level of addiction though (laughs) yeah yeah exactly (laughs) It, it's this this has been a an extremely long dry spell and for those that have been listening just for a while and for those that are new one welcome but i'm a, a mcu diehard unrelenting in my passion for it and i've been really missing the content that they've been delivering but this year starting this week this friday we get the first piece of mcu new mcu content in wandavision dropping on to disney plus two episodes 
I'm super stoked about that. I can't wait to digest that. But then a couple months after, we got Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Then we've got Loki. Then we've got What If. Then we've got Miss Marvel. Then we've got Hawkeye. And then on top of that, we've got Black Widow. We've got Eternals. We've got Shang-Chi. We've got Spider-Man 3, as Troy mentioned. It is going to be an absolute insane year. That's 10 properties, most of which should come out in 2021. And simple math, guys, that is a new property every, what, five weeks? It, it's unbelievable the amount that we're going to get from the MCU. And I'm so excited to discuss it here, to share it, to just get back into the MCU in, in a major, major way. And if you force me into saying what is my most anticipated project, it is Falcon and the Winter Soldier, of course. It looks like a movie, as we've talked about, it, that's been put onto Disney+. Plus picking up that Cap story, that Winter Soldier vibe, that Cap universe that I, that I know and love. It's going to be there for, for that consumption in March. I can't wait, guys, to get back to the MCU in a major way in 2021. Oh, I cannot wait. It's a good time, man. I mean, yeah, you, you nailed it, dude, with uh, Winter Soldier and, uh, or Falcon and Winter Soldier. I can't wait. That one's that's a, definitely a big honorable mention on my list, too. I, I can't wait to see that thing. And just the MCU to be back because it's, yeah. it's so funny, man, because coming out of Infinity War or Endgame, I was like, this is all I need. Like, Star Wars is kind of on the chill. And then now, like, Star Wars is taking over, but I'm like, I need the MCU, but I've kind of just like, it's kind of been like, not forgotten, but it's just been sleeping, right? But it's, it's going to be really nice to have that back, man, to just look forward and have that anticipation and that, that continuity. And, you know, ah, I, just, I just can't wait to discuss it, too. That's gonna be it was here. like a bittersweet thing, right? Because Endgame yeah. ended it, and then you had your epilogue with Spider-Man. And it's yeah. like, if they didn't do a single thing after that, it, like, it, like you said, it kind of would have been okay, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Star Wars took back the crown like nobody thought they would. And, yeah, yeah let's mm-hmm. see what happens. Yeah, it's crazy. And I think, Carlos, you've mentioned this before here a few times, is it's actually been nice. Like, as much as I've yearned for the MCU, having that 500-plus day break has actually probably done the franchise good. Like, it gives kind of this nice, fresh, clean slate where you can come at us with a WandaVision type of of story and show that the endgame stuff, the Infinity Saga, is there. It'll always be there but let's move off in a new direction. And what a fitting end, like you guys said, to have that and then have this like unreal break of content when we were getting hit with three to four movies a year out of the MCU and then go to just nothing to now have this crazy year. So it'd be interesting to see how we're feeling if we're exhausted and worn out by the time we get to Spider-Man 3. But right now, I, I cannot wait till Friday. Like I'm so looking forward to just getting back into it. I know, you know the boys over at Vigilante want to hook up for some discussion on WandaVision, and I, I just can't wait to to dive into it online on the podcast, doing some collab around the MCU. Oh, guys, it's gonna be a ton of fun. Oh, just gotta go. Just get. Let's get to Friday. Let's get to Friday. <laughs> All right, Troy, man. What, what's what's yeah. number one for you? What's sitting at the top for this year? Yeah, number one for me, man. It's uh, it's it's gonna be another hot summer for those hot toys man i <laughs> i can't wait i can't wait to get my hands on these things um i'm just grouping them all together because um is is a huge uh, announcement basically going on all last year with all the new things we were getting and uh what kicked it off was the anakin the anakin clone wars i'm a big big fan of uh, the clone wars and seeing that we are finally getting that hot toy version of anakin the armor with like the blue kind of um tunic going on 
I cannot wait. So um, that's what's be coming sometime, I think, November. But then season seven, Clone Wars, they announced that we're getting the Ahsoka Hot Toy. And I've been waiting forever, forever to get my hands on Ahsoka Hot Toy, whether it's going to be like the Mando version or um, a Rebels version. But they went with the Clone Wars season seven, and I'm totally cool with that. She's meant to come, I think, sometime around November as well. So she's high, high on that list. But um, then uh, early reviews have dropped for the all new, all different Spider-Man and that PS4 shiny suit made by um, Dan Slott himself, who brought that to life. And I cannot wait. That guy for me looks cool because I've never had a hands on a Marvel hot toy, let alone a Spider-Man hot toy. And basically with most of my hot toys, I just kind of pose them in like a, like a simple kind of pose, but Spider-Man. You know, he's, he's all agile. So I cannot wait to bust that guy out in some cool kind of web swinging poses and everything. His eyes glow, his emblem glows. He comes with this cool kind of like Iron Man light him up stand. And I, I just can't wait to have fun. Like, of all my figures, man, I'm going to be really going hard with that one. So I just can't wait, man. I think it's coming out actually um, early, maybe around February or, um, yeah, I think it's either February or April between there that Spidey's meant to hit. So... Fingers crossed it comes February, man. Can't wait, though. That's, the- and that's one of my favorite 2020 memories was, like, I sent Whoa. Troy all the pictures of the Hot Toys, specifically, like, the Anakin and Ahsoka. And then it was, yeah. like, hours. And I remember it was on my deck barbecuing dinner. And this guy, like, literally blows up my phone. It was I, – I could, like, see you right in my mind's eye. Like, just the, the, oh. the force ghost was strong. <laughs> yeah, man. I remember that because I was dropping to the floor because, like, I was looking at all things and I was with my wife and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my. And I was just dropping like this guy just hit me with all this. <laughs> it was it was nuts. And you've been uh, that Hot Toys dealer since, man. You've been hitting me with all those things. And I'm just I think the recent Spider-Man as well. Like you hit yeah. me up. You told me it's out for pre-order. I'm like, all right, done. Like, I get like, ah. Oh. Man. You're gonna get kickback yeah. on this stuff from Hot Toys, oh, Carlos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just yeah. burned through <laughs> a couple of paychecks. Yeah, man. It's just like, well, I just I can't wait. Can't wait to well, grab those guys. Well, that one, like I sent yeah. Troy the the notice that it's available. Yeah. And I was making coffee, and I remember I just started pouring coffee. And I get a message from back saying, "Got that thing locked up." I was like, "What the heck?" <laughs> Wasting no time on that one, man. That's that's the original Spidey suit, like. Hesitation kills on collectibles sometimes. Kills. Yeah. It kills. But I think that guy's going to be a late 2022. So I got some time with that guy at least. Mm. I can kind of digest these other figures for now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's odd. Awesome. Cannot wait yeah, to man. see those on the IG feed, yes, man. D- oh. Oh. Oh, yeah, man. Love it. Love it. All right, Sonny, man, wrap us up with your number one for this year. It's going to be a bit ironic because the man who's always pumping physical media and pumping the theater, his number one is something that's coming straight to streaming. What? Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, number one with a bullet. Uh, I cannot wait to see this. This is something that has been how many years in the making? This is going to be four years in the making. Well, I haven't and... heard about it recently. How long? <laughs> <laughs> it's been four long years. Um, people have wanted to see this for so long. And WB uh, is writing a wrong that they had done. And this thing's going to be epic, man. Like when I saw Justice League in theaters, I liked it. Like I thought it was good, um, but I didn't like love it. I, you know, I wasn't like gushing over it. Like I have to like, you know, go talk to people about it and stuff. I was like, man, that scene was cool. You know, best stuff was cool, but it was just like, it was just good, you know? But like this thing is looking like it's going to be epic. Like 
you know, you can look at the Avengers and their first like big on-screen adventure. Like that was epic. And then they follow it up. Epic, epic, epic. You know, Justice League wasn't really that epic. It was, it was good. Man, I'm not, I don't want to like hate on the movie, but like it was good. And then like this though looks epic. Like we're talking four hours. So four one hour episodes that are dropping. Man, and then it's like, they're bringing like the band back together. You know what I mean? It's like, you talk about Michael Keaton coming back as Batman. So this this allowed Ben Affleck to come back as Batman. Yeah, man. And he's gonna come back on the Flash as Batman. Yes. Which I never thought would happen. You know, it was just as likely that he would come back as Michael Keaton would come back at that point, right? Like just with everything that was going on. And just to kind of wrap it up, because I mentioned before, you know, every time I would like watch Man of Steel and then watch BBS and like you would do like a like a, I would do like a DCEU marathon it would just kind of feel like a little bit like something was missing. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, but like, okay, how did they go from here and here? And it's like, well, what about that nightmare scene? And like, what about this? And like, you know, what what's going on? And then now I feel like it's just like, everything's going to be like made whole. And uh, you talk to, or you listen to some of the DC directors, like James Wan, Jason Momoa, they're like, yeah, Aquaman takes place like right after the events of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Patty Jenkins is like, yeah, Wonder Woman 84. That's in like Zack Snyder's Justice League. Like it, she's like, I never even considered the theatrical cut part of the DCEU. So that just goes to show like the DC directors are like, no, this is the Justice League. And now everything I think is just going to be, is you know, who knows? Like they're saying like, okay, like he's not coming back, but it's just like, I, I just don't know why you would make that statement if, you have no idea how this is going to perform, you know? So I'm going to say like, I'm going to leave the door open because the money talks in Hollywood. And if this thing is off the charts, this thing like rocks people's socks and they're like, Oh my God, this is like the best thing ever. Um, shit, man, I'm leaving the door open for part two, but uh, let's, let's watch part one. Let's do it up. And uh, I am so excited to see uh, Zack Snyder's justice league, the Snyder cut, the thing the mythical beast that like I thought we would only see about it in like a documentary in like 20 years and like Zach would come out and he would just be like this is what I had planned and then he would be kind of like but I never got to make it and then now he's like he's like this is what I got and I'm like I'm like yes I am there for it so uh you know it's gonna come out in streaming Kyle sent me a link it's gonna come out on 4k physical media and you know what? I'm thinking, I'm thinking what we need to do is we need to see this bad boy in theaters because this thing was made for theaters. So I don't know how that's going to work, but I'm going to, I'm going to try and get like a theater, rent a theater, do a private screening and watch this in the theater. Very cool. Yeah. Man, so this, this better be the best $400 million TV show I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. Well, the money was already spent. The money was already spent. I think they only spent like seventy million. And you look at some of those. Netflix... This is not a seventy million dollar TV show. Oh, seventy million extra. Like the money was I already know. spent. It's a four hundred so, million dollar. It's a yeah, hundred million per episode. A better, sure as hell, look like it. It's gonna knock your socks off. It's gonna look a lot better than Superman's lip with the. <laughs> have you ever fought a rhino scene? Or hippo. <laughs> Oh. that's how they opened up justice league movie man like it's certainly going to be cell phone camera event. footage from 2003 that's for sure, like, for sure. <laughs> come on man come on be better <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Here we go. It, that's good. That's it's going to be something. It sh- definitely will be that. <laughs> I can fill up a lot of episodes of discussion. <laughs> yeah, I think the line drawn on the video screen is is quite uh, appropriate. <laughs> 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 All right, Carlos, you're number one for 2021. My number one, it's going to loop back to Troy's number three, but with a twist, it's going to be gotham knights video game oh yeah playstation nice. 5 that's my number one with a bullet like i cannot wait and just just everything about it like that trailer was one of the highlights of fandom and fandom had all the cool things in it mm-hmm. but like how badass was that and like the breadth and scope and the gameplay of the game look amazing it builds on some of those elements from the arkham engine that wb games montreal worked with but They've got to have learned those lessons from Origins. So yeah. I think that thing's going to be tight. And just the thought that they put into the game. Like, I know, Troy, you were asking me about, like, um, Tim being able to teleport. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, because he's the tech guy. He's hacked into the Watchtower's teleportation tech. And he can, like, do these short-distance jumps. And cool. just things like that are cool. And, like, the fact that they wanted you to play with all the Bat family and not argue about who's leveled up. So, um <laughs> all the characters progress at the same time. So even if you just rock Barbara Gordon all the time and then you and me decide to play and you jump in as Jason Todd, Jason will be at level 37 because Barbara's at level 37. Wait, wait, wait. who's Jason Todd? Come on, Nightwing. It's Nightwing. So Jason Todd here, it's Nightwing. Come on. No, I, yeah, I know, I know. We know where it's going to be. We know where it's going to be at, man. Like, yeah, man. It's going to be amazing. That, like, oh. that's, this is what I'm looking forward to is like yeah. fighting over who gets to play as Dick yeah. Grayson. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. No, I'm there with you. That that's that's cool, man. And uh, and hopefully we can unlock Bruce. I mean, hopefully. Cause... Well, we're we're gonna have to take him down because guaranteed yeah. that guy's a talent. <laughs> yes, hundred percent, hundred percent, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Story looks cool. Everything yeah. looks wicked. So, so much to look yeah, forward to, guys, in 2021. And the thing I loved about this conversation too is is the breadth of scope, which just shows how busy. We're going to be here in the nerd room in 2021. It's streaming, film, video games, collecting, everything, guys. And we're going to get to it this year. We're going to continue with those weekly episodes. Every Thursday, you've got more nerd coming at you. And guys, we've got two minutes here to do one quick honorable mention each for 2021. I'm going to throw it out there first. My honorable mention is Star Wars The High Republic. I love what they're doing here. I love how they're doing this multimedia story that's spanning across comic books, books, and then with the Acolyte, I'm guessing it's going to tie into this in some fashion. It's a step away from the eras that we're used to, that we're familiar with, and doing something that's a little bit more unchained in the Star Wars universe. It's kind of a fresh start where there's, there's not a lot of baggage in between films. So honorable mention for me, Star Wars The High Republic. Troy, man, honorable mentions. Got any more out there? Uh, you know what? Because I'm coming off at a high right now of Chips Arditzi's, um Daredevil. Uh, I'm just going to go on with that, man. That book has been so much fun. Nice. I cannot wait to keep continuing to read that story. Um, Electra looks like she's going to be the new Daredevil. And I actually really like Electra now after Chip's writing. So I'm all in with that book, man. So for me, it's uh, Daredevil. Uh, when did that run start? 2019? Was that when it kicked off originally? Um, but anyways, I guess that'd be the number of the volume. So just go from there, man. Cool. It won an award the other day, actually, too. So, um, yeah, that book all day, all day. Awesome. Sonny, honorable mention, toss it out there. 
uh, I'm going to go with Kong versus Godzilla. Um, That's going to be an epic film. And I really kind of like what they're building with their monster universe. WB Um, haven't seen Godzilla King of the Monsters yet, but I really like Kong and I like the first Godzilla. So uh, this is going to be epic, man. It's going to be epic. Awesome. I got to digest a few of those films. I'm, I'm, lagging behind on before we get that Kong vs. Godzilla exclusively on some sort of streaming service. It turns out Kong and Godzilla have their same mother's name. (laughs) What did you say? (laughs) You take that back. How did you go on that rant five minutes ago and then drop that? (laughs) Because it's hilarious, man. Because it's... Okay, just stop. I'm giving my honorable mention. (laughs) (laughs) My honorable mention... Taking it back, what is there not to be excited for with the MCU? Falcon and the Winter Soldier, number one. Yeah. But everything from WandaVision, Shang-Chi. Like, man, Shang-Chi. Come on. Homeboy came to my house and he cleaned my vents for free just because we were talking Shang-Chi and the cool things that they're going to be doing with the Ten Rings. So, <laughs> Andrin, amazing. And then wrapping it up with our boy Spider-Man at the end of the year. Couldn't be better. So, yeah. Can't Kevin Feige, wrong. keep me entertained for 2021 as we roll out those vaccines, baby. Yeah. He's, he's my hero. My hero. And <laughs> <laughs> Feige, I trust. <laughs> All right, guys. Like I said before, 2021 is going to be an absolute riot in the nerd room. Look for the changes, guys, that are coming here, too. We teased a few things, some exclusive content, some gaming focus, doing a little tweaks here and there to ensure the quality is maintained at the highest of standards, the nerd room standards. And of course, collaborations, guys. We're going to continue to expand that and talk more nerd with more people, whether it's you, the listeners, whether it's other podcasters, we're going to be creating the forums for those discussions so we can share the passions through 2021 here, get through this year. And hopefully on the other side of it, we'll be looking at something that's a bit more normalized, but this is a great escapism. Everything that's coming at us, guys, no denying that there's a ton of stuff that we've left off here. There's stuff that we don't know about that hasn't even been announced. Maybe Fandom 2. Who knows? There's a lot of stuff coming at us, and it's going to be a ton of fun to dig into it every week here in the Nerd Room. So, guys, with all of that being said, if you'd like to be a bigger part of the show, you can always email us at thenerdroom at gmail.com. You can find everything that we do over at thenerdroom.net. The hunt is real, and it's over on Instagram. Check out our Instagram page, at thenerdroom. As the hunt kicks up here in 2021, we dust off that grid and we get back out to posting some photos. I've got a ton of figures to open. So there's going to be some serious photos dropping McFarlane, no doubt has already dropped a new figure line that you'll see Carlos unwrapping on Instagram (laughs) this week. So guys get over there at the Neuram, follow that. And of course, Twitter, you can find us roaming around there, looking for a conversation, looking for a discussion, just tag us and we'll have some fun throughout 2020. Handles, of course, are at the end of the episode. So, guys, it's been a riot talk in 2021, and I can't already can't wait to talk about WandaVision next week. That's what we're doing. That's going to anchor the show. WandaVision, Sonny, get your subscription. For, I can just use yours. Gosh sake. You want to use Tim that, that hockey language. underscore nerd room. <laughs> Password. Feige. Yeah. But the I is a one. With a heart above it. <laughs> All right, guys. So we'll talk to you next week. One division MCU, the return of it after 560 some odd days. But until then for the nerd room, I'm Tim. I'm Troy. I'm Batman. 
And I'm Sunja. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Stay safe, be kind, and thank you very much for entering the Nerd Room. This has been a Nerd Room Podcast production. You can find our hosts, Tim, Troy, Sanjay, and Carlos on Twitter at TheNerdRM, TroyTheBoy87, Sanjabi, and CDN Caped Crusade R. For more content from the Nerd Room, check out TheNerdRoom.net. And don't forget to subscribe to The Nerd Room on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you plug in. Use the hashtag WeTheNerd to keep up with the latest from The Nerd Room on Instagram and Twitter.